You are now rocking episode number 30 of the Don't Start a Band podcast. Like, comment, subscribe. So many things tried to get in the way of me bringing this podcast to you guys. Uh, the first time I tried to meet up with this band, I couldn't get out of work early enough. And then we were able to meet up when they came back on tour. We got all set up. Everything was good to go. And then GarageBand wouldn't work. And that's what I used to record the mobile podcast. But we finally got it fired up, did the interview, everything was good to go again, and then my studio semi-flooded, and so I wasn't able to use Pro Tools, and all of my equipment was kind of all over the place, but I finally got it all put back together, everything's plugged in and ready to go. This is episode number 30 of the Don't Start a Band podcast with The Dangerous Summer, one of my all-time favorite bands. Let's get into this interview. Episode number 30 of the Don't Start a Band podcast, and I'm sitting here with one of the members from the Dangerous Summer. How's it going? Uh, say your name and how you got into music. Uh, my name's Ben. Uh, I got into music out of uh, peer pressure, honestly. Uh, I was in like fifth or sixth grade, and uh, a bunch of my homies were like, oh, we're just going to do a fucking band, man. Like, your dad's got some drums. Like, you know, you you have to do it. You know, you just figure it out, you know. And, uh we fucking sucked forever and uh but then uh one day you start to figure it out and uh what was peer pressure became like hey wow i really fucking like this and yeah i would say i don't know anything else this is all i know you know what i mean so it's you got that crazy. good at drums out of peer pressure <laughs> i'm trying man yeah trying always learning always growing yeah because <laughs> that's the one thing about the dangerous summer i mean i grew up playing drums and yeah. stuff and one thing that always blew my mind was whoever was playing drums in oh, the dangerous yeah. summer and um i know once you joined the band mm -hmm. it was a completely different dynamic oh absolutely because yeah. uh i mean you were on the golden record correct mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then the self-titled and everything right. and i just remember trying to play along to it and i was like <laughs> You know what i'm just i'm gonna listen to it instead so uh, yeah i don't know i don't know how but this band has always found the best drummers oh cheers man that means a lot to me dude i appreciate that yeah matt come on in man <laughs> sit down and introduce yourself sir we'll do we'll do Hey, what's going on? I'm Matt, and I play guitar in The Dangerous Summer. And how did you get into music? Uh, Peer pressure? Well, um, I started playing piano when I was a little kid, like four or five. And then uh, I'd say trumpet was next. Hell yeah. In middle school, and then guitar after that, right before high school. Okay. So kind of bounce around with a bunch of different stuff, but uh, the second I started playing guitar, I wanted to started playing in bands yes. nice and yeah and what kind of music like was there a certain band or album that made you like want to pursue it or like start playing shows 
when I was in sixth grade, someone took me to this. Uh, There's a, a local club in Springfield, Illinois, where I was from called Billy's Planet. And there was like a skate punk band called the Timmies. And then another like kind of semi-punk band called uh, Nihilate. That's uh, N-I-L-8. <laughs> yeah, just like uh, older dudes from the area. And uh, I don't know. It was really sick. I'd never seen anybody mosh before or like, yeah. jump around or you know, jump off stage or anything. And then after that, I was like, this is awesome. I want to do this. That's and, right. But at the same time, I was listening to like new metal and yeah. biscuit and like Park. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So all over the place stylistically, but uh, um, yeah, definitely like local shows. What got me into like one place? So. Hell yeah. Yeah. Ben. Um. So yeah, like like I mentioned uh, previously, like just a bunch of homies that wanted to get a band together and. Uh, then uh, I started playing cello too, like in middle school, and I started learning like actual note values and learning how to read music and stuff nice. like that. And uh, that really just like kind of culminated my uh, my interest for it. And uh, oh yeah. And then the older kids and and uh, when I was in high school, that uh, it wasn't like the Catch Twenty Two, but there was another band under the same name but not the one that was on Victory Records um, but anyways like you know they used to shit talk us and be like you guys fucking suck you know and that yeah. was like such a like motivator for me to like get better and better and then I remember my junior year uh, we won a battle of the bands in the gymnasium and it was one of those where all the kids were like sitting down in the bleachers and then nice. like we play and everyone gets up and they're like circle pitting and my buddies are like throwing kids over the judges throwing table and shit. And yeah hell yeah nice yeah and uh just like Matt said I was like wow like I just I want to do this forever you know awesome. <laughs> that was awesome so uh speaking of forever 10 years kind of feels like forever and uh reach for the sun 10 years yeah man you guys got anything big planned that you can share or I guess are you guys excited or kind of um, you know just stoked on the fact that that album has been out for 10 years yeah I mean I think it's cool like it's interesting because obviously me and Matt stepping in in a latter era of the band uh, and then now that the band's kind of hit the reset button and uh, we've got another record coming out soon and everything um June fourteenth. Oh, the absolutely, way. and uh, it's it's really really cool to have that community of fans that were there before we were in this band, and and have them being so accepting yeah. of us. And I feel like we're kind of sharing uh, that excitement with them. And you know, yeah, we we might uh, wind up doing something uh, for the ten year wink wink nudge nudge. Yeah, but, definitely uh, at the end of the year. That's awesome. Yeah, like, yeah. I. Uh, you know, it dawned on me because we were gonna do the podcast earlier in the year, and then, you know, I uh, my stupid day job got in the way. Yeah, fuck totally the ridiculous. Man. But uh, <laughs> I was ready to ask you because that day I was thinking about it, and I was yeah. like, "Holy shit! I've been listening to this record since 2009, and then uh, just following the band, and I've loved every album ever since." That's what's up, man. So uh, yeah, I'm stoked for the. June 14th release oh hell yeah um I was gonna ask uh what is the uh the feedback from the singles been like cause you have where were you and this guy opened up 
uh, Way Down, yep. and then the third one that you just released, yep. what is it? Uh, bring Me Back to Life. Mm-hmm. That's right, Bring yeah. Me Back to Life. And uh, I mean, it's all been positive so far. Yeah. I'm impressed. Um, everyone seems to be digging it and stuff, and uh, I mean, it wasn't necessarily on purpose, but like the album is already leaked. You know, it's online. Oh, you know, shit. Uh, we, we've we started selling the record on this tour. Go fucking buy it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah please. Yeah. But yeah, if if you want to listen to it and then buy it, you can at least check it out now. Absolutely. But yeah, <laughs> go fucking buy it. Yeah, I but, urge people all the time on here. I say, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever. Yeah. Me personally, being in a band, yeah. I always tell people buy the fucking record because yeah. I want to have physical copies of my shit forever yep agree and I can imagine that you guys probably do too S- same so. same especially yeah. on yeah, CD and vinyl and stuff but yeah so like just uh, seeing the comments online of the people who have heard the singles and not only that the entire record yeah seems to be mostly positive so far has anybody and, uh, related it to any other sounds that they, you know of. Well, you know what's crazy is there's been some kids that are saying that it sounds like if Reach for the Sun grew up. Oh, really? And mm-hmm. uh, that that really floored us because it seems like, you know, a, a lot of the fans are like really, really connecting with this album and it's still not even officially out yet, but um, it's kind of cool to see it kind of creep its way out into the world because we've been yeah. sitting on it for, what, six months? Almost six yeah. months now, yeah. We, we finished yeah. it December 20th. Well, it so seemed like you guys are just constantly writing. You wrote the self-titled, which was badass, by the way. Cheers, Infinite, like, to see AJ start going out into the crowd and being a part of that moment. I mean, when that part kicks in, it's, I mean, gives me goosebumps oh, just thinking yeah. about it. So it's rad, and everything I've heard from the new album, I'm stoked on. Um, what is you guys' songwriting process like? Like, does AJ kind of come up with a skeleton and bring it to you guys, or is it an all-in-one-room kind of deal? Uh, I think it's both. For some songs, he'll, he'll do that. He'll bring in, like, a, kind of an acoustic arrangement and then the lyrics and everything. Okay. And then for other stuff, we'll, uh, we'll all get in a room and maybe write the instrumental part first and then kind of lay it all down, mm-hmm. get, like, a structure, and then um, he'll go on, you know, he'll go out, like, by himself and just work on the lyrics and stuff, nice. melodies and everything. Or sometimes we'll we'll do the instrumental part and then he'll kind of you know like make up some melodies and stuff and then he'll write the lyrics to the melodies. Okay. So there's a few different process processes. Yeah, that was how we did Ghost. We were vibing yeah. that that verse in Ghost, and he was just like making up words and it like came yeah. together really quickly. Yeah. That's always the best way. It's just kind of going off the top of your head. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Some okay, will take a few hours. Some will take like a week or two, or some will take a month. You know, you yeah. just never know how long it'll take. So. Yeah, I mean, some songs you record the initial idea, then you don't really like it, and you change the key or one little thing, and then you love that song. Right, so, right. Um, so songwriting process. Are you guys having fun on this tour? Oh, dude, absolutely. Is this the Mother Nature tour? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, this is part of it, so we're going to the UK right after this as well, so Hell that's yeah. part two of it. And who are you guys going with? I know you're with Have Mercy and Modern yeah. Chemistry right now. On this one, yeah. And then we're going with Free Throw over the UK. Oh, hell yeah. so, so I played with those guys. Yeah, good nice. dudes, yeah. So you guys uh, are going all over the UK or just like a couple couple it's a, spots? It's a really short tour. It's only like seven shows. Uh, we're, we're going over there for the 2000 Trees Festival. Oh, And nice. then after that, it's just uh, a few shows. Yeah. So like, yeah. Kind of just mostly around England. Yeah. I don't even know if we're... 
I think we're doing England and Scotland, but we're not even doing Wales. Mm-hmm. So just, okay. yeah, two parts of the countries. And how many times have you guys like gone overseas with the Dangerous Summer? Oh shit, this will be our fifth or fifth? I, I think fifth time with the band. Yeah, yeah I've been okay. over there 11 times now with some past bands and stuff. But yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's the fifth time with the band, I'm pretty sure. Okay, nice. And uh, who are you guys listening to now? That's a good one. Violent could be Soho. new artists. Yeah, oh, yeah. Could we, be, yeah. Uh, we, we've been fucking with uh, yeah, Violent Soho pretty hard. They're, they're like a really good band from Australia. They're, I don't know, they're just like this really cool, grungy kind of band. and They're awesome. And then AJ has been listening to Sue Still a lot. Yeah, okay. which are, they're more of like a kind of jammy, chill band. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're sick. That new national record yeah, that just dropped, one. like, on The national is so good. High dude. Violet. Oh, hell yeah, dude. My whole idea on, uh, you know, songwriting and more sounds. Yeah. yeah. That's another thing about The Dangerous Summer is, like, guitar tones and, like, the way you layer everything. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's, like, on purpose or just the way you like to do it, but um, it it's perfect but one thing i wanted to say about um about kind of the jammy vibey music that uh aj is listening to the aesthetic that the band is going for now i've just noticed like in the pictures it has like kind of the the lag on the shots and stuff and it's bright colors and kind of hazy is that something that you guys are uh, yeah. You know, pursuing with this record. Yep. Definitely. Oh, absolutely. That's on purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it matches the the new record and the the flow and the sequencing and everything of it. So, um, yeah, it's just the that's definitely the aesthetic we're going for. Awesome. It's kind of trippy stuff, I guess. Yeah, if you will. <laughs> and then, uh, I guess, just advice. Any advice you have for bands coming up right now? Just don't fucking stop. Like yeah, that's yeah. the Keep biggest working. thing. Like. I watched every single one of my friends growing up, like one at a time, they give they give up on music for yeah. whatever reason, you know, it's like, I get it, life happens, maybe they had some other better opportunity, but like, if it's really what you want deep down, like, if you just don't give up, it's like, sooner or later, like, good things will start to manifest, oh, yeah. I, I believe totally. that so firmly, like, and in, even if they don't, you're at least going to write some killer records, yeah, exactly, which will be there forever, yeah, exactly, so there's, there's no hate in, like, having a normal job and just writing on the side and yeah. still putting stuff out like, yeah. you might put out the best shit you've ever done that way so you don't have to focus all of your energy right right you know, like yeah. look at American football man yeah, like nobody guys, liked 1999 them, like, and yeah. then now they're just the biggest thing since sliced bread exactly yeah. one of the guys is like a doctor right right so yeah. like, <laughs> well, they have that they song with uh, Haley Williams oh it's so good dude. Yeah. yeah even the music video for it it's like kind of eerie oh, I but like beautiful it. at the same time Lord. It's amazing. So, yeah, that's awesome advice. And uh, I know the show's about to start. Yeah, starting here in a few minutes. Right. So, cool. yeah. Well, thank you guys so yeah, much. For thank you so yeah, much, brother. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, it. Dude. Dangerous Summer on the Don't Start a Band podcast, episode number 30. And, uh, yeah, go check them out on the Mother Nature Tour. Buy their album on June 14th. Thank you. And uh, fuck with the Dangerous Summer. Nice. Yeah. We did it. That was episode number 30 of the Don't Start a Band podcast with The Dangerous Summer. Make sure you go pick up their album June 14th. It's called Mother Nature. Uh, If you happen to catch them on the Mother Nature tour, buy it there as well. 
by the CD, the vinyl, a shirt, and all their other music. I have been listening to them for 10 slash 11 years, ever since Reach for the Sun came out, and they are honestly one of my favorite bands of all time, so it was such an honor to be able to do this interview, and I cannot thank Ben and Matt enough for taking the time out of their hectic touring schedule to sit down with me. Thank you guys. Uh, thank you to everybody who listened to the episode. And yeah, this is episode number 30 of the Don't Start a Band podcast. See ya.